The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, listening bots, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive in my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sir Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. And no Veritas this week. We do ask that you send your happy healing energies his way because earlier this week, when he stumbled into the bathroom at 4 a.m., like you do, he kind of jammed his little toe and heard a snap that woke him up completely. Yeah. And I'm making icky hand gestures and ouch, that just sounds painful. Yes. Toe out. And there's not much you can do with a broken toe, but like, I guess just tape it and let it heal. Yep. Tape it to its neighbor and, and yeah. And not be on it too much. It's like, oh. yeah. And so he didn't go out this weekend. He stayed home and did his taxes. Oh dear. Yeah, that's right. I got to get on that too. Well, I actually did my taxes and I was scared that I was going to end up owing money because for six months out of the year, I was Mm self-employed. I ended up getting back about $825 from the Fed and another $175 from the state. Oh, on top of what you had owed for your... Yeah, okay. refund. Yeah, oh, refund that. Yeah, 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 between. Yeah, yeah, happy. Because I know you're yeah. concerned. You're like, oh, I'm going to owe money this year, and that's going to suck because that's money I can't have for claw, and I'm, you're still looking forward to claw, and now it's like, hey, claw money. Yay. Yay. Yay, claw money. And, well, and the claw money is even more important because I may have mentioned this before, but the guys that I were, was going to roommate with at claw, mm-hmm. they ran into an emergency and they had to cancel and get refunded oh dear so my claw registration was already paid for Mm -hmm. but i need to find a room so fortunately claw did open up a third hotel well they bought out a third hotel so there will be no muggles there which was yeah a bit of a concern well and that's always yeah i'm like uh in april i'm going to a sci-fi con that's in detroit and they're very happy that they had yep bought out their hotel because it was like, yes, we, you know, they don't run into too much trouble. You know, it's not, you know, right. but they just, it's nice when you have it to yourself. Exactly. And I exactly. do know that at least in this one, when you have the hotel to yourself, there's more of a chance of having access to the pool all night. And then clothing sometimes is optional. I've been to ones where there, it was heavily patrolled by the hotel staff, but I think we just wanted to see boobs. It's like, <laughs> oh, if we wandered out at 3am, there might be ladies in the hot tub with, Boobs, and we just yell at them, put cover it back on after we've goggled, goggled, no, ogled, and then. Um, but other ones, it's like, oh, we're no, we're just not going to go down there after hours. So you know, just you know, don't get you know, kind of this 
kind of, uh, oh, you know, I'm, we're sure nothing's going to happen, but none of our staff's going to be down there until 6 a.m., so... Yeah, the, know, wink, the, wink. the cleaning crew is going to come through at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It will be interesting to see how wild the bear dip and the dog paddle uh, oh, that's cute. T- turn out to be. Yeah. So there is a... Are they big, separate? Do they like yes, separate events? Yes. Okay. Two, two separate events. One for bears and one for pups. Oh. And then they should have an otter night with like a water slide. and <laughs> Yeah. Hello from the outer slide. Wait, what? No. Nope. I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, I just figured yeah. out what Senpai noticed me is I, you've mentioned a couple of times, I'm like, oh. that's probably a thing. Is that from anime? But then yeah. I yeah, looked it, up and it's it, more of a trope and yeah, and I, I it, looked it, that up. And yeah, it kind of. For the, for listeners who don't know, it's basically Senpai is like the older mentor in like a, you know, a boys school or or. Girl school. It's kind of like, you know, the... In school. Yeah. It's the the jock guy you everyone looks up to and everyone kind of wants to either be friends with or do. And then when a younger classman, you know, is like, interacts with them favorably, he's like, oh, senpai noticed me. me. Yeah. And, it, and or, it's, a, it's a trope and I've seen it. Or it's more of the plaintive, oh, notice me, senpai. Look at me. Okay. Yeah. Like, look yeah. at me. Look at me. Right. So Google, wonderful thing. It's like all that. And, mm-hmm. I guess uh, I in lava is um PewDiePie, really cute. What is uh, he Norwegian or that? Who does like playthroughs on for video games and earns millions of dollars a year? Uses that a lot when he's playing. Yeah, PewDiePie is something else. I do not. Subs- I have heard of him. He is in the collective consciousness, but yeah, I don't actively subscribe. I don't play video games that much enough to actually be interested in. So that's that. Yeah, but speaking of that, I actually use that phrase recently i have a nonsense twitter bot it, mm-hmm. it is at dataist bot oh yeah you you talked about how you kind of did the algorithm that yes. kind of collects and then puts together and mm-hmm. puts it out and you know that's going to become self-aware eventually that's, well either that or markets are going to be what cause ai but go on well i don't think the machine it's hosted on has the hardware for it to become self-aware considering it's hosted on my computer <laughs> and i can Pull the plug on it. Uh, you but think. Haven't you ever seen Demon Seed, the movie? Okay, go on. Oh, oh, yes, I have seen Demon Seed. And yeah, no, no, no. But anyway, Mike Rugenta, I am probably butchering his last name. Okay. He is the host of PBS Idea Channel okay. on YouTube. And he tweeted, somehow I got in the, the uh, source of Dada's bot, and I'm okay with that. And to which I replied... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, senpai noticed me. Okay, stay cool. Hi, I really love your YouTube videos. Oh, I hope I didn't get too much fanboy froth on him. Well, I had, I had the same experience uh, this last week or the week before. There was a gaming podcast I listened to, and it basically they take a book that's um, like Appendix N, which is kind of the fantasy and science fiction Gygax uses, uh, and Arnson used his background to make D&D. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, and they usually read one a week or a month, talk about it and how it relates to gaming and i'm just like blah 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 listening to it listen to it and next thing i know they're saying oh and uh on the games calendar it looks like and they gave my real name and say is running a game at you know this convention this weekend i'm like oh 
they said my name. And I'm like, I'm at work. And I'm like, I have to replay that part because they said my name. And it's like, I they must have just gone through and looked at convention gaming conventions and said, oh, is they doing any things for Dungeon Crawl Classics? And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a game and this guy's running it. Okay, well, give a shout out. And I'm like, ah. I, I felt similarly when I was reading through Justin St. Clair's Bark. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned Lansing Paul. <laughs> and I was like, cool. All right. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's funny because, you know, we're talking about, you know, different levels of celebrity. And, you know, yes, like, yes. you know, and it's, it's yeah, because I've, I've noticed I'm not friends with Justin on face, the, you know, the, the Facebook. Faces, yeah. but I know people who are. Mm-hmm. And I see him actually having conversations with them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like he's written books and, oh, he's famous. Well, he's pup famous, which is different. And I know gamer famous, which is. Again, very different. Right. You could shoot a cannon down a busy street and probably not hit someone who is familiar with anyone who's pup or gamer famous. <laughs> right. But when he goes to Claw, oh, yeah. he's going to get mobbed. <laughs> he's a medium fish in a small pond in a way. And it's like, whoa. Or even a large fish. I, it, yeah, it's stuff. It's all about the context. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of pup, last week was Michigan Puppy Patrol, Puppies Come Home at Menjo's, which I went to. I made some bad wardrobe choices. I had my pup hood on and got positive comments about my pup hood. Mm -hmm. But I was also wearing my biker boots. Mm -hmm. And they're a bit of a pain to put on and take off and are rather expensive, mm-hmm. uh, and so I didn't want to just leave them hanging around the bar, mm-hmm. which meant I really couldn't participate in the mosh uh, part of it. So okay. I just sat back and observed puppies wrestling with each other, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun but exhausting, mm-hmm. especially because the event itself started at 10, but I got to the bar at about 8, because I wanted to get a good parking spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, by midnight, I was dragging my tail back to Lansing. Good group of guys in the Michigan Puppy Patrol. I need to build more connections. Get them out to Lansing on first Friday. I'd love to, to, like, you know, have, you know, talk to them at the bar and have fun with them. Yeah. Lure selects ones back to our caves and horrible (laughs) things to them. And and give them scritches. Or maybe not so select ones, you know. It's all so, good. <laughs> so, yes, if any members of the Michigan Puppy Patrol are listening, and I think at least one or two of you are, um, out of the 24 people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, thank you. See, uh, when you mention the numbers, part of me is like, ooh, it lets them think they're a select group. And other part's like, oh, there's no one really listening. <laughs> We're a really niche podcast. Well, I love hearing, you know... Podcasts that call talk about their tens of listeners. We have and, dozens of listeners. We I know broken <laughs> that barrier. <laughs> of course, I'm one of them, probably. So that you know, quite counts. Uh, You're one. Veritas is one. If we take out the hosts, it's still tens, right? It, it's still tens because once I post it, I don't then listen to it again. Okay. So I don't listen to my own podcast because you know I've already heard it. At least twice, effectively three to four times, because of how oh, often God, I yeah. go back during editing. You know, I could see so. that. And but yeah, so hey, Michigan Puppy Patrol, if you're listening, first Friday, Esquire Bar, Old Town Lansing, Turner Street, one block north of Grand River. We would love to have you there for do a fool because it is going to be on April Fool's oh, Day. Okay, and there's going to be cake. 
Oh, cake. Cake. I'm going to get a quarter sheet cake and bring it in because it's also my husband's birthday. He's going to be oh. <clears throat> years old. Um, <laughs> is it a milestone birthday? No, next year is the big milestone okay. birthday. <laughs> Anything that ends in a zero or sometimes fives or if you're a child then you know the 21 is a big one yeah no but and 18 is a big one yeah no next year is a big milestone birthday for him okay but yeah we'll we'll still celebrate with with cakes and ale and uh i'm I'm guessing which birthday could be i'm like i think there's song references but i won't say them so for for discretion's sake right you know (laughs) well um yeah that well uh Yes, I, exactly. I, 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 we're we're being too we're, close to dangerous territory. Yes, we we are going to stop. We here. will step away from talking about a lady's age, which is not appropriate banter. Yes. So anyway, um, where was I? So, what else have I done since the last recording? Or oh well, I mean number six. Yes, that was uh, number, last night. Yes, number six was last night, which I could not attend because I had to do my own wonderful nerd stuff, which was running a game at a convention. And then playing two games at a convention and had great fun and saw lots of cute boys and gushed about them to my friends who were amused by my gushing about cute gamer boys. (laughs) And then she was like, well, he has a girlfriend. I'm like, so did I in college. Means nothing. It can be married. I can still gush over him. I I can still think they're hot. Chances are, I mean, even if he is gay, chances are he probably wasn't into frumpy old men. So... Wasn't going to happen anyways, but or but, maybe he was. Who well, knows? Who knows? But you know, looking is free, and as long as you're not actively panting and drooling at him, passively panting. <laughs> no, I I maintain composure even when I got a chance to talk with this one guy and shake his hand, and they moved off, and I leaned into my friend and whimpered, and he's like, "Oh God!" It's like what? <laughs> You're like, oh, I wouldn't kick that out of bed. Yes, I would. I'd do him on the floor. <laughs> so yeah, it was a, a fun night. And I, you know, it, even though I think I'm an introvert, yeah, gaming and that kind of stuff does just energize me. And things went well. And it's like cool. And tried two systems that I own but never played. So it's like yay, yay! Finally get a chance of. of yes, that. I do wonder about Veritas because he has a collection of board games. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of them he has actually had a chance to play. Well, considering I saw several of them were still in the shrink wrap on his shelves. Because yeah. there's only so many hours in a day. Oh, well, there's only many so day, days in a week, weeks in a year, years in a lifetime. Yeah, our, and, our interests far surpass our yeah, time. Yeah, and his collection is vast. Yes, it is. And, and we will leave it at that. And also many games that I'm sure you'd have to actually find true gamers to play oh yeah it was too casual like oh let's you know get the monopoly or the risk Ooh, it's challenging like no please no like there's one board game that i like to talk about that i have played play by email because it's much easier that way it's called here i stand it covers the protestant reformation Mm -hmm. and that period of european history which is a really wild period in european history a lot of stuff's going on and if you play it live the manual estimates that a full game will take 12 hours and the short rules will take eight hours. Most people do play by email and just about every play by email game we've done with an effort to keep the game moving takes about six months. Mm -hmm. 
but it, it's fun. It's and, yeah, and, and I would like to play it live one time. Well, but. I think the thing is having a collection like that too. They're there, they're waiting, and then when you hear someone's like, "Oh my god, I love this game," it's like, "Oh, happen to have it," or you hear great things, people graving about a certain game. It's like, "Happen to have it, cool," and it renews your interest to actually crack it open and read the rules and find some willing victims. We should find a fourth and play a few rounds of Pandemic. I really want lose to. a few rounds of Pandemic. That's okay. I'm <laughs> curious. I know someone who she loves CDC disease stuff and i should i think love that game but no uh yeah the only other it wasn't kink um uh, my running group actually had a run and ran around and kind of did a bar crawl run on st patrick's day uh we had a visiting someone who was in our club and now moved away and came back for the week to visit was there and oh my gosh furry and friendly and yes married and probably straight well yes really straight probably but still flirty and it's like damn it it's like oh why 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 you got to be so cute well and also we're all drinking so you know at some point i you know we are chatting about stuff and we're talking about dan savage and sexy stuff and i think when i said goodbye to him i did kind of hug him and growl into his ear and he responded favorably i'm like damn it walk away from the married boy (laughs) and also we're drunk so consent is not really on the table anymore because we're all oh you're familiar with the term Six beer queer, and his um, cousin the the half beer queer, which um I would, wouldn't be completely opposed to if there was not you know a marriage vows involved. Well, I mean, you were talking about Dan Savage, and like Dan Savage says, you know, marriages are wonderfully complicated yes. things, and you don't know what rules they. But have. as I was yeah. talking to him at one point in the gay world, I tend to find most marriages I, the I think default is openness on some level. And in the straight world, even though it probably isn't terribly healthy for them because they probably don't truly discuss it, but just take it as read, I think the default is monogamy. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh nope, you you know you you stray. That's a that's wrong. I think that's one thing where gay relationships are a bit more realistic and healthy right. than straight ones because we actually do think about it. It's like, how important is this to us? Is it important? And what are the rules and guidelines? And we have set guidelines yeah. as opposed to like. Oh, no, can't do it. Oh, well, maybe we'll do it, but we don't really know. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I were monogamous for a while. Mm-hmm. And we eventually realized that our libidos are at radically different levels. And we set some ground rules. And yeah. And also, in I, a relationship, a marriage that, you know, sex is that major a thing to that? No, it should... A relationship of that level should be so many other things: emotional connection, intellectual oh, yeah. Yeah. abilities, just life things like that. You know that all those go into play. The sex is a part of it, but yeah, you know, I mean we're we are together because we enjoy, you know, sharing our lives mm-hmm. together, not because you know the body you, parts. You, you are together, the right? you are the only one I'm going to fuck for the rest of our li- rest of our lives. No, it's the. No, we we are comfortable together and said we want to make a life together. Cool. So, so anyway. So back to the gossip so, section. Ba- ba- like, back, back to the gossip number. and the filth in dungeon number six. I really need to like print up some dance cards oh. or something because I'm a popular boy. And at the end of the night of dungeon number six, three different guys came up to me and said, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to play. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. 
if I would have known and we would have scheduled, I could have made time. Big Boots was there again. And yeah, I got there about 7.15, spent about 45 minutes chatting and mm-hmm. having a light snack. And then by 8 o'clock, he was in the sling <laughs> and I was playing him like a French horn. <laughs> with one hand, one-handed, and uh, he was making all sorts of noise, and yeah, entertaining the entire dungeon with his vocals. Yeah. Picture number six. Okay, I can picture where the sling is in number six. I've been yeah. there the one time, and yep, I can picture the layout it, now. It's, yep. Yeah, it's there off in the corner by the two medical tables. And, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think if I make can make it to the next number six. I know there are a couple in a row that I couldn't make it to, so that might have been the last two, so maybe the next one. I know I have to miss the next Detroit Bondage Club party. Okay. Because um, another party I'm going to, which will be very much less sexy, but still full of gays. Okay. Well, and it could turn in. No, could turn into a sexy party. No, no. it doesn't. I, no, this not, crowd, not, not this group of gays. Let's put it, it's, it's a social, and if, there was, if sex happens, it will be discussed in aghast whispers and gossip for years to come they still talk about the the years where someone went to the bar and came home with someone who then got shared between a couple and yeah it's like oh god and it's like and it's still a major topic of conversation so it's like uh it's like whatever <laughs> let's put it this way if uh this crowd of people are non-monogamous in their relationships they're very discreet about it because you know you don't talk about you know fucking around it's like okay got it okay we do it we just don't talk about it yes. we have tact and, and voice I, and invariably i have the worst luck at these parties because i'll meet someone who actually is interesting to talk to start chatting them up have a great conversation and then get introduced to their husband of who course. is in another room i'm like oh nice. <laughs> lucky you but ironically then it's years later i you know talking to the husband and realize oh my gosh we have so much in common, you know, just nerd stuff. It's like, oh, here I was chatting up your husband years ago, and I should have been talking to you about stuff. Which actually is, I think, a bit more of a coup for me is to find another nerd than find someone I would click with sexually because it's oh, hard. Don't limit yourself. What? You, you'll, no. You'll find somebody It's not limitations. Bold. It's I'm more interested. I'd rather find another nerd than, it's like, you know, sex is easy to find. I can throw go on my phone and be sucking cock within an hour it's like but having a nice we could turn off the recording and be at it within 17 seconds yes but that's not the point but nerdness is like i'd much rather yeah it's like yes let's talk about weird (laughs) esoteric games no one else has heard about yes you know about it yeah yeah let's talk about dogs in the vineyard in my life with master over the edge over the edge is one that's come up a couple times this week and i'm so like found other people who knew of it and it's like okay gotta bring that one out yeah okay what else happened oh number six so you uh some nice fisting action some nice fisting with a very vocal and responsive bottom the best kind the best kind so yeah I played him like a French horn, a ginger... Does, does a French horn involve a lot of pumping of something? I'm almost picturing no, a trombone. No, no, but, you know, with the French horn, you stick your hand in the... Oh, in to the get bell. sounds. Okay, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. Okay. And and then my, my mouth on his dick that was... Okay, got that it. was got dripping it. like a bad plumbing. There was that. There was a ginger guy there that I played like a theremin. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, didn't have to touch him to get a response. Let's hear somebody. I, got... I, I see a theme here. Okay, we got French horns and theremins. Yeah, 
Somebody else got wrapped up in saran wrap and duct tape. I was arm deep into big boots at the time, but just looking over, I'm like, I could have done that so much better. Were they uh, were they like bound to a table or simply mummified, kind of like standing or? They were mummified standing up initially and then were carefully maneuvered onto one of the examination tables. The kind blue of taped one. to that? No, they were oh, not just taped. Okay. To, no, they were just... They got tr- just trussed up and then... Okay. Yeah, just trussed up in, in that and then touched. Hmm. Which is also a way... Well, probably not the same way, but that's also the way that you make a uh, body cast for yourself for like... Uh, and then you stuff it. You cut yourself out of it, stuff it, and then... Well, no, you don't do it yourself. You have friends do it. Yeah, so you, yeah. So you you kind of can't do it yourself. So you can get a body form for costuming. You wrap yourself saran wrap, make a duct tape dummy. Someone slits it open, and then you stuff it and re-duct tape it, and you basically have a form that's about your size, so you can make costumes and use it as a you know life-size mannequin. Yeah, and if you want to be really pedantic about it, you can use plaster of Paris and... Get, get duct tape much better. Pr- <laughs> well, duct tape's faster and cheaper. But yes, yeah. fast, it's cheap, cheap, and less messy. So yeah, and it probably requires less skill. So no, I'd say better. Sounds well, better I mean, me. if if you need more precise, especially you don't need precision. You don't need precision. Uh, what other things? I did some flogging Ooh. with. I tried floggers in both hands this time. I need more practice mm-hmm. at that to be really good with that, especially. And I mean, dungeon number six you know, has low ceilings, which makes yep. it difficult to get a good overhand swing on that. Maybe so. if you did it on your knees. But then you'd hit the floor. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, it... Yeah, no, it... I, I need... What I need is a high school gymnasium that I can set up at St. Andrew's Cross, and then I'll have plenty of room to swing everything I want to swing. I edged a guy, and he seemed to enjoy that. The dungeon master has airport grade hearing protectors. Okay. Oh. Hanging out. So one guy blindfolded, put those hearing protectors on, and then uh, some fuzzy hand hand shackles on chains and put them in the sling. Okay. So some light bondage, and I used a bit of the J lube mm-hmm. from Big Boots to jack him off, and. What was interesting about that is that when you use it to jack off with, especially because you're not using a lot of it, it gets tacky relatively quickly, Mm -hmm. but it'll slick right up again with just a couple of sprays of water. Mm -hmm. So I used that to help prolong the edge that I would beat him off for a while. And as it started to get tacky and he started to, you know, make noises and respond, then I'd back off spray his dick down with cold water and then repeat and it's extra slick (laughs) so that was fun and because you know he was tied up once he came i kept going Hmm. you know turn an edging scene into a milking scene and he said if you keep doing that i'm gonna piss and i told him after i got him out of the hearing protection you notice i didn't slow down at all when you said that it's like, yeah, I figured, but wanted to, to give you fair warning. So, yeah, I got out of that, got a mouthful of cum and a mouthful of piss mm-hmm. and a couple of rather happy people. And Was it, uh, how well, was it pretty well attended? There were, I want to say about 14 people okay. when, when I checked the list. Yeah. The one time you were there, 
for the tree trimming mm-hmm. party. That is always his biggest okay. party of the year. Okay. But yeah, about 15 seems to be the, the current normal. Okay. Yeah. Which, given the size of the space, yeah. fits. Mm-hmm. Fits right. It makes uh, it kind of a more intimate kind of gathering than like the bondage club, which tends to have a, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. cycling around. And... and plus, since it is, since there's really only one place space, mm-hmm. you don't miss out on anything. If something's happening, mm-hmm. you're going to be, you just have to turn your head and you see it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's good. Yeah, because that you know that's about the only other really yeah event that you know. Well, you know, you had the puppy, you the puppy mosh, puppy mosh, puppy yeah. mosh, and that, and then number six. Yeah. Um, I know because yeah, we've talked about how um you know we've kind of gone to doing this every other week. Yes. And I, well, twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe stuff in between, and I can see because not so much because you know when we go topics, there's so many topics, and I can bloviate for, but reporting of events and also crafting which are a size important yes, show yes um i don't think i don't do enough i don't think either of us do enough crafting no. in our lives to fill up that every week and also events i mean we do have some regular events but it's yeah. not we're not i was gonna say popular but we're not that busy that we get to that many events because we have lives that yeah. interfere with fun well speaking of events one of the guys at number six has said that he would be willing to sponsor me as a guest at Inferno. Oh, sweet. And I said, I will need to check my PTO balance to see if I can do that. I said, because a couple weeks before that, I'm taking my husband to camp it for a week. So, and and I'm like, I'm taking two vacations this year without him. Mm -hmm. One to Claw. And went to Mr. International Rubber. And so he deserves mm-hmm. a week of me. So I, I had, I knew someone, oh, actually, funny, through this party I go to that I was talking about, there are some kinky people there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they, we gravitate to the other people who are actually understand, you know, kinky stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. And I'm just talking about 401ks or the ailments of the elderly, <laughs> which seems to be the other topic of conversation that happens. Because, you know, people, was it through him? But yeah, I got a sponsorship to Inferno one year. And I was like, oh, you oh, lucky devil. I couldn't make it. Um, it oh, of it's course. the summer right. that finances just fell through and, mm. and a, a, a stream of my income kind of dried up for that summer. So a lot of fun stuff. There's also the year that uh, Worldcon happened in Chicago. And it's like, oh, and so a lot of things didn't get done that summer. And I was like, damn it. So, cool. There's, yeah, some cool stuff coming up, it sounds like. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. And, yeah, the show after Claw is going to be interesting. And I need to remember to take my recorder so that I can... Well, that's the other thing, too. It sounds like we're going to try and fill in more with interstitial stuff, like interviews with personalities um oh gosh if you could talk to uh mr st Clair, it's like oh yes if, if i could talk to mr st Clair. If i, I mean at that it might be tricky because yeah he, it's gonna be i think he's gonna have a very full dance card but um, probably but you know if you could contact and you know schedule a skype interview you know uh like we did with um mr crochet empire yes. you know you got that down so you know that's just finding an hour in their schedule some point D- doesn't even have to be an hour. I could do. I'd be happy oh, to, to get just twenty minutes with them. Mm-hmm. That would be plenty. 
So, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say, yeah, so be a star fucker. Um, <laughs> go and find as many medium or large sized fish in that pond, and, and at least you're like, hey, and you definitely have to have cards. It's like, yes. hey, we're looking for interviews. It's going to be just a little minutes of your time, and we'll be so appreciative. Yes, let well, me show you our appreciation. Well, my tax return is hitting my credit card on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, not all of it, but a good chunk of it. And going to use that to get a room near Claw and then hop on to Vistaprint and get oh. some cards that mention Lansing Paw and a Harry Prone Sweet. Companion. This section of a Harry Prone Companion is brought to you by Tom's All Night Diner. It is the perfect place to stumble into barefoot and half drunk and get yourself the energy you need to make it the rest of the way home without passing out in a gutter. Tom's All Night Diner. Eat in the dark. Feel better about your life choices. All right. So, expert time, kink time. We uh, teased this in the Not An Episode and in the previous episode. Water sports. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, topic. You did tell me yes. what the topic was. I was like, I'm going to be surprised <laughs> by the topic. And then you're like, oh, no. you. Yeah, no, you I, no, I talked about dying. this before. Yes. Yeah, water sports. I enjoy it. It does take a bit of prep mm-hmm. to do. It is the only reason that I would drink Bud Light. No. But, yeah, I've had experiences where, you know, spontaneous, you know, I, I want to drink your piss, I want to wear your piss. I'm like, uh, okay, but we're doing this at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and I had four cups of coffee this morning. And I had asparagus for dinner last no. night. And yeah, no, not not so much. <laughs> so yeah, you probably won't enjoy this. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's probably something. Yeah, you some preparation because what did I? Oh, because I made um, I'm still old fashioned when it comes to my porn, and it's like give me a DVD that I can watch. <laughs> and, but there was a company that had a bunch of sales ones and so i bought a bunch pretty cheap mm-hmm. and uh out of curiosity it's like because water sports not necessarily my thing it's it's not something that really super turns me on mm-hmm. um but i know a lot of people are into it but it doesn't really turn me off either so it's like okay if i'm with someone who this is something that they really want to be doing i can lend a hand or so or a dick but one of them was a video that Primarily, yeah, it was about water sports. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing happening in each scene where, you know. Yeah. But I was kind of amazed at just the, they must have prepped by, you know, lots of drinking before. Because just the length of time they're able to keep pit pit. And also they're probably, you know, maybe some really good kegel muscles or is that. Yeah, like, yeah, um, kegel, kegel, but yeah, good muscle control. So they were not, you know, just letting loose with everything because, yeah, it was, it just went on for a long time of like, Wow, I you know if I was standing next to this person at a urinal, I'd be like concerned because well, they're taking a now, long time I've, to be. I've heard rumors, mm. completely unsubstantiated, that the reason why they are able to go like racehorses mm-hmm. is that when they cut away, that they are actually oh in, editing. Well, yeah. Well, a of course there are ads in there, but during the edits that they actually infuse that they insert a catheter oh. and, and connect it to a bag of sterile saline oh. set it up about head high and fill her up and they're like it sounds like cheating 
Well, it's pornography. Do it's you expect the, honesty from your the, porn? The, the magic of movies and, you know, special yeah. effects. I, I wasn't expecting too many special effects in my porn, I guess. I just, <laughs> which kind of ruins it for me because I do want it to be kind of naturalistic. And it's, you know. Oh, come on. You know that they're all using Viagra and, and Caverject and... Yeah, I don't know what that one is, but uh, yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for me, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person who I'm seeing porn stars undress before they get it on. If they're not wearing underwear, it's ruining like my suspension of disbelief. (laughs) And then once you know, and when I love to see them actually pulling a condom out and opening it and throwing it on, as opposed to it suddenly magically appearing, (laughs) it's like, oh, he was about to insert. There's nothing on. And now they're having sex, and I see a condom on. It's like, did the bottom have it rolled up his ass? Is this like one? I just want you know it to be as least low edited as possible. I just want to see real sex, which you know is a bit more realistic. It's like you know, and doesn't make you feel as bad about the real sex you're having because right. you know it's not as idealized as you know. Yeah, I and show show me a yeah. porn that has the bottom you know, or top getting a Charlie horse in the middle of it all <laughs> and they yelling and needing to stretch out their leg. Oh, that would probably just send me off right there. It's like perfect. The, the You've ver- got some weird kinks. Uh, the, you know the verisimilitude of it all. It's like yep, that really happens. Well, you know, there's an entire website devoted to that. It's called X Two. It's and called it, Amateur Porn, and it's on the internet. Which yeah, I only would could watch at work because no internet at home, so I don't really feel like watching people have, having sex at work. Well, strangers, some coworkers, I really like to see having sex. But. Well, that tends to lead to uncomfortable conversations with the HR rep and nah, whatever. <laughs> this is like a better was it, uh, a better and awkward morning than a boring night. <laughs> but uh so water, water sports, sports uh, yes what made me realize that you know it was something i wouldn't mind um i remember hearing a interview with this adorable furry porn star who was just talking about that was his favorite thing to do and he, uh, furry as in bearish hairy more cubbish ottery like but, he was yeah and, but, uh, but not tunish fursuit no because that does not mix because no they fursuiters do not want bodily fluids on their suits (laughs) oh no um human fur and he was just a cute little boy next door type Mm -hmm. we talked about yeah he had all hardwood floors installed in his house because he likes to entertain and that's something he likes doing even talked about like he would go to the bar and see a friend and come up next to him while they're ordering a drink and whip out his dick and pee on their you know leg is a kind of a hello no bad puppy and part of me was like Oh, that would be actually kind of hot because the actor himself was just so hot and hit so many of my buttons that's like, wow, you like to be on guys? I suddenly find that a bit more alluring. Now. <laughs> you know, but that's yeah. like many yeah. kinks. You get pulled into it because people you're very attracted to for other reasons mm-hmm. are into stuff, and suddenly it's like, oh, that's just sexualized this for me now. Yes. Because this sexual yes. object likes this. And so, yeah, um, and I do. I have some uh, friends and potential fuck buddies, but scheduling, God, who has the yeah. time, who's super into it. And we've never had a chance to actually connect. But he really wants to be uh, do something. And I'm like, I do too. But we're both very busy and it hasn't happened. But that's his personal thing. He yeah. loves, you know, he. And it's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy it because, you know, I, I like just about everything that comes with and out of the mm-hmm. male body. I, I like piss. I like cum. I like sweat and pits and mm-hmm. feet. Not so much. That that's the biggest common kink that does absolutely nothing for me. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just one more way 
I see it to connect and you know just one more thing again that's yeah that's what it interests me it's uh, you know peeing it's it's kind of this private thing also it's kind right. of a vulnerable thing yes. it's like I'm in a running club and there's a lot of times guys are will be on the trail and someone's like okay let me find a tree and you know it's like it's kind of vulnerable like you know a guy standing out there his dick out it's like it's it, even though he's doing it because he's just peeing it's, there's nothing sexual for him it's like he's exposed and it's like oh or when someone guy goes to the bathroom it's like you know he's pulling on his dick and it's like that's kind of you know naughty sexy yeah and also and also i mean how many of us you know have you know checked out a guy at the urinal next to us which all the yeah, time. damn dividers. Well, that just means you have to lean over. Which I right. have to say, I did do St. Patrick's Day to the cute bearded guy because we're both drunk and he's there next to me. And I'm like, there's a divider. Mm-hmm. Peeked over it, and which made it obvious, of course. Of but course. he was just amused. So it's like, okay, <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, very surreptitious. But you know, you, so you're, yeah, I can see that's another way of it getting eroticized. Right. Yeah, you're seeing penises of guys that you wouldn't see otherwise and they happen to be peeing so it's like wow you know mm-hmm. that is also mm-hmm. a little connector that can make it yep. that erotic thing but also kind of an intimate thing too there it's a private moment you're seeing right so some tips and advice about it that i've learned a you know be high be hydrated mm-hmm. avoid things like coffee or asparagus or anything bitter mm-hmm. um for the 24 hours before if you notice that your partner's urine tastes sweet, you might want to advise them to go to a doctor and get their blood sugar checked because that is a sign of diabetes. And that's how, you know, back in the day before pin, finger prick tests mm-hmm. were common and, and they had that. Actually able to check the blood itself. Huh? Right. That they often check the glucose content in the urine, mm. which isn't as... It, it's delayed by about 24 hours. Okay. So it, it's good for a long-term mm-hmm. long term management, but moment to moment, yeah, not as good. A lot of it's done in the bathroom, but I mean, that's, that can be cold and sterile. If, Mostly just because, I mean, the other thing is too, in watching this video, you know, some of the places they're doing it, I was kind of like, where is this going to be draining to? Right. Like, you know, even the idea of hardwood floors, unless they're sealed, it's like, you know, you want... Nothing to, you know, you want non-porous surfaces, you want drains, you want, or a way to at least, you know, it to stay there and not be soaking into your woodwork or carpeting or things like that. One thing that I've done where the scene was mainly drinking and less spray, Mm -hmm. if I'm spraying on somebody, then yes, it ends up in the bathtub. Absolutely. I usually run the hot water for a bit Mm -hmm. so that the tub isn't nearly as cold, but drinking that i can do in the bedroom and if if i know that i'm going to do that to help protect against minor spills Mm -hmm. i will put a tarp under the fitted sheet so between the sheet and the mattress because the sheets i mean we're if we're having wild crazy raunchy sex they're going to get thrown in the laundry anyway and so that helps to protect the mattress or you can phone up E7 Latex and they will, for a reasonable fee, send you 
latex sheets to cover your king size bed and matching pillowcases. Well, and also, um, there's pads. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's not terribly sexy because I've only seen them in hospitals or health home care where you have these yeah. absorbent. Basically, it's a diaper sheet. You know, yeah, that's that it, spread it, out. It's, it's super absorbent to go underneath someone who's bedridden so any spillage or leaking mm-hmm. is absorbing that and doesn't go into the bed and, and it's plastic on on yep. the other side so that nothing gets through so, so. you know and that you know probably works into some people's fantasies too because i know there's a lot of you know it's not quite water sports but um diaper wear right yeah you know, it, abdl yeah yep. well, well that's I, what abdl okay got yeah it. Adult, a, a, adult baby yeah adult baby diaper lover Got it. Okay. Yeah. Saw those and I was like, what does that mean? It's like, okay. Yeah, that that's what that means. Yeah, I we we actually use those pads quite a bit in the fisting community. Okay. Because lube gets mm-hmm. everywhere. So we tend to put one on the sling and then one on the floor, mm-hmm. either to protect the carpet or more importantly, if it's you know, concrete or hardwood, whatever, mm-hmm. you don't want lube on there and then yeah, you, because you, you're going to you, have to try, especially, um, you know, uh, J-Lube or that. Yeah. It could dry up, and then you wouldn't necessarily know how dangerous it is until it gets wet again. Right. And yeah. Or, it's like, oh, surprise. You know, you've just had your mind blown. You're a little shaky getting out of the sling, and whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so those, Big Boots calls them chucks. I don't know where he got that okay. term from, but... But yeah, I mean, yeah. but they otherwise, I mean, like, um, that was one thing with the uh, Detroit Bondage Club. They don't really have a good place for that there. They are working on But you, that's that, the thing is, right. ideally, yeah, you need a, th- a place. And yeah. you know, I'm picturing, like, you know, a YMCA kind of shower thing. Yeah, that know, would be nice. A well, nice tiled area that, you know, basically. Yeah. Well, they do have, in the bathroom, a separate stand-up shower. Mm-hmm. Problem is the plumbing at that place needs a lot of work. But the idea is that when the plumbing finally gets repaired, mm-hmm. that that shower is expected to be used for water sports. Okay. So I know someone um, who actually, I mean, uh, who's so into it uh, for events. He has like a horse drinking trowel. You know, like steel oval. You know, three foot high trowel that you know. Um, which I've seen used at events for drinks, where they filled it with ice and put drinks in it. Yep. But I also know that the reason he bought it was not for drinks. It's so that well, he could be in well, it like a bathtub, yeah. and guys just, you know, helping just fill it up. On him. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah. I actually, myself and a buddy at a run for one of the old uh, Detroit leather clubs, they were having their, their spring run, and they had taken over a uh, horse brutality or hospitality suite. Mm-hmm. And me and the buddy, we were latexed up and we just hopped in the bathtub and sat with our tongues out. No. Nobody took advantage of it. And then after a bit, uh, one of the organizers said, yeah, we're going to have to ask you to leave some of the guys their pee shine. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's it, true. That's... it wouldn't have been as bad if there had been two bathrooms in the hospitality suite. So you could and have, yeah, you, so you could have, You like, could have hey, a fun one and a, a pri- serious one. You know, yeah, pri- private private peeing or public, public peeing. Public peeing, yeah. So. But that, you know, that's the thing too, yeah, being actually pee shy, it's kind of a performance thing. It's like, you know, it's like, because I've, you know, even when I've been with people who want something, you know, like that, I think it was camping once mm-hmm. and connected with an old friend who we wandered off into the woods a bit and he, that's what he was into. It's like, okay, but make it happen it was like it it's it's a very controlled thing usually where you do it you, know, you have to be standing in front of a urinal or a toilet 
or you know to you know ha- make it happen right. sometimes it's like to override all the things that uh-huh. say hey there's certain places to do it the other thing is too i find a lot of people are like oh my god that's disgusting because it isn't so germy it's like no no it's sterile unless, uh, unless, unless unless you have a urinary tract infection urine is um biofiltered yeah you drank it all and anything that was nasty in it it's gone through, it's gone into your body and then come back out of your body and it's not like a tube that's you know right. unlike I mean, you know unlike you know anuses and you know uh feces i mean that's just an open tube whatever goes in your mouth goes through your system and it's open right. no all the urine has gone in been absorbed got filtered out again and yeah so it's gone right. through you yeah it, it is sterile although drugs can be in it so do be careful if you are doing party and play that <laughs> if you're also doing water sports, you may get more of a dose than you expected. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, know the risks, know, know your tolerance. This section of A Harry Prone Companion is brought to you by the Crochet Empire, makers of fine handcrafted crochet jock straps and bow ties. Come and see their booth at Claw and let them know that you heard about them on a hairy prone companion probably won't get any confused looks because they know about a hairy prone companion but yeah go see them great guys so crafting mm-hmm. in the two weeks i actually looked up and figured out how to do 3d crochet and i made a stuffed dick basically and balls and, and balls yeah uh i mean yeah i mean make us you know a crocheted penis you know you basically make a tube but you know it's the testicles that's the, yeah it, the... It, it's it's the testicles that really make it i made it in it's so cute it it, it is cute and it it's plausibly deniable it, you know you can kind of look at this and be like no what no no no, no. it's it's dick and balls it, it, it's dick and ball well i it i did make it out of the same yarn that i made my harness out of so it is gray tones urban um, camouflage chicken balls right so you got i'm actually you guys have already seen this because this is going to be the photograph of this is going to be the photograph that is attached to the podcast oh so that so that's what you were looking at in the podcast image is the my, podcast has photographs yeah it's got a it has a bear right but i can put a different image on each episode oh too. i don't think so, that, i don't think that comes up when i say okay have, maybe, they, have the different ones had different images yeah, a few of them. Hmm. When, when we had, when I interviewed Veritas, I had his tatting as an image. Oh, okay. it might only show up on SoundCloud. So. That's it, because I'm on the the one Pocket Cast, which I have on my phone, it only shows the bear. Hmm. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, to see a picture of this, log on to SoundCloud slash a Harry Chrome Companion, um, and it will be the episode image. And I'll go ahead and tweet. Uh, the picture as well when this episode goes live. But yeah, it, it it's a cock and balls based on a dog bone pattern. And I just didn't put the other joint on the dog bone. Um, it's an initial prototype. I stuffed it with cotton balls. I think I'm going to make another one larger and pink and maybe fill it with lentils or beans or, also or, wondering, or is polyfill there a way, pellets. Is there a way of kind of lessing i don't know but decreasing but a way to get a natural curve of it by having fewer uh stitches kind of on one side so it actually does have a kind of a curve up naturally because i was thinking of like putting in like pipe cleaner or something so you mm-hmm. could actually bend it and 
get it to, to the penis to take a shape, but then also balancing it out so you could uh, either make the balls bigger and then put something more substantial as stuffing so that if it sits, it actually, you know, it's kind of penis yeah. rampant. Or that too, yeah, how you're kind of folding it there. That right. seems more like a very natural look to, you know, dick and balls. Yes, yeah, still. Now that, now that, yeah, how you're, because you've just taken basically, like I said, it looks like half of a dog bone, so you kind of mm-hmm. have that heart shape with the shaft. And, but now you've just folded the shaft part over so it's now laying on top of the balls. And that right there has a much more realistic dick look to me like sitting on the desk Mm -hmm. it's like oh now now that looks like an elephant and that's a penis (laughs) and and that's a penis yeah so i want to make a few adjustments to it and that Um, would probably sit well because yes if it's if the the balls is the base then it's there and then you've you know it's like that and it's like oh and and it also it has that nice you know that semi-hard look of when penises aren't actually erect but they're not super soft and shrunken, but there's enough blood to fill it out, but it's still droopy, which I just think is a state that is just adorable. and Perfect to suck on slides right down the throat. And I, yeah, and I see a penis like that, and it's like, I just want to touch it and go shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I want to make it... So I've got the basic setup. Um, I'm going to... I've got a lot of hot pink, and I'll, mm. I'll probably use that next time, or look for, like, a... Um, a peach color maybe and then save the pink for the head and some you know some lovely browns you know yeah to put some brown accents well i say just different skin tones other than just good old you know eurocock you know Uh, true true uh yeah that they don't all have to be white boy dicks Mm -hmm. and then we're also figuring out what's a way we could actually you could actually do the tip so it seems uncircumcised you know Mm -hmm. give it a cowl and we're still, it's again prototype and there's right. so many ways it can go. Yeah, and I've I've also looked up <coughs> uh mushrooms. So like oh. maybe, maybe I can give oh, it give a, a nice, nice mushroom yes. head on it. But and so it, yeah, th- this it's, is it's cute but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. But I'm also like, you know, it's like like say unlike jock straps, there's only a certain it's more of not novelty, but it's cute, but you know, what can you really do with it? Paperweight, um it's more just a Pup, puppy chew toy. Yeah, it's just something cute. But it's more of like a little art object than functional. Like you know, like I said, crochet jockstrap. Some function, you know, functionality. There, there, there is a functionality, but no, this, it, this is pure art. It is only form. It there is no function to it. Yes, uh, you could put it on your shoulder and have it ride it on your shoulder and clogs. Like. <laughs> or I make a really big one and wrap it around my neck. I'll give it wings or, you know, <laughs> you know, pet hell, we're, we're a culture that did pet rocks for a while. So, yeah. You know, things don't necessarily have to have a function. Yeah. Or I could crochet myself a nice big ball sack, put a couple of like um, pinballs mm-hmm. in there and just hang it off my chin. <laughs> um, yeah. Crafting for me. Well, yes. one thing I purchased was a big crochet hook. Oh, my I, goodness. What is that, a Z? Uh, no, the, okay, it's a set of three. One's okay. a L, a P, and a Q. Yeah, that, so that's... So the, uh, the, the bigger is the higher letter, then? Yes, the the okay. high the higher the letter, the, the larger... And there is another one. Uh, it's big plastic. Um, there's another large one. Uh, this is in my quest to eventually learn crochet. Um, I had the epiphany of, and I think I might have mentioned this... Uh, uh, crocheting paracord because mm-hmm. it's thick and it should make a very large weave that I can read easily. Um, and I just need, um, I thought light blue would be a good color because I think that's 
the contrast and I'd be able to see it much easier. So I got the, uh, the crochet needle for that. So it's like, okay, that will be a thing to work on. Um, and we'll also see if that's big enough for paracord. Yeah. Um, I think it should be, but there was one larger one, but that one has a set of three. So I'm like, okay, between that. And I don't know if I've ever showed you my scarf. Did I? Have you seen this? No, I oh, haven't. That's the progress of the scarf so far. Uh-huh. Oh, and and since we've last recorded, I have worked a bit more and gotten a bit more of this one oh, better. Good, good. New new um, needles and I hadn't dropped any stitches in my mishap of the needle breakage while it was in the bag. So that's my season thirteen Tom Baker scarf so far. Um, haven't woven in the the loose ends yet, but that's at the end of it all. And right, that. but right. yep, it's like yay. So yay. Uh, maybe next winter. Yeah. And I think this is about half. Yeah, I, I mean, you can, of course, keep going with it and no, I, I, be, I, be monstrously long. But yeah, I stopped mine at 5'9", because I'm 5'9". And I think it's going to stretch out over time, too. Yes, it you will. Know, it's it it's will. wool, I mean, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure it will give some stretch. So Yeah, I mean, I've got the full-length Tom Baker mm-hmm. scarf that is currently living pleasantly under my TV. But yeah, it's just too big to be practical yeah and i mean it it kind of cool looking but it's it's yeah i i'm 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 a nerd i'm out and proud nerd most Mm -hmm. of the time but yeah full full length tom baker scarf it's even a bit much for me i'm afraid yeah i mean having the the colors yes having the the colors regular striping and then just stopping at a useful length and bbc makes one that's thinner and smaller, mm-hmm. but they don't have different widths. It's just the right colors, but the same bands. Like, that's not the right scarf. And this is the official product. Come on, BBC. Get your act together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm yeah happy that that is continuing. And it's like, yay, there's effort. All right. So, yeah, I'll probably keep... Uh, I'll probably have something else stuffed next session. And, and maybe in two weeks you'll have a paracord washcloth. Ooh. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, it's not, a, I don't know if it's this craft project or what, but I, and also it's like just a mad, mad idea. But so I want to learn more about tying people up and rope work. And I have friends who are like, Hey, you know, you, uh, there's some basic knots, you know, and some basic ties and I want to practice them. So I'm smooth with it. And you know, not, well, I'm not, yeah. but no, and I've had many friends who are like, okay, if you need to practice on me, but I want to have a level of you know, skill even before I practice on friends. Um, it's how I was with massage too. But so I've had this crazy idea. I want to make a bondage dummy because originally I thought I need a mannequin. Uh-huh. A mannequin I could practice. It's like, well, you could practice um, rope harnesses easily on a mannequin, but you they're not, there's not jointed. And they're like, right. well, then I need, and someone said, well, a real doll. It's like, yeah, those things are creepy and they're super expensive. Rag doll. Well, and that's yeah. the, uh, well, there's two ideas. One was basically, it's either the Scarecrow or the Tin Man. Yeah. It's PVC pipe armature that's connected, uh, probably eyelets and chain links mm-hmm. or maybe cloth as the joints. And then it's bendable. And, you know, PVC pipes as the limbs and that. Or Scarecrow. Said, yeah, yeah. Take clothes, stuff it, and then, you know, leave the, you know, not stuff the joints so that you get that. And it's like, either which way. I think it's going to be a hybrid of the two. It's early processing sketching, but it's the kind of like weird craft thing that's like, yes, and I've already named it. It's going to be named Trevor for no good reason. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, next time you are able to make it to 
either Detroit Bondage or Number Six Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I will ask one of the local rope experts. Hey, could you show Mike on me some of the basics? Oh no, I, the basics. I, I'm. I'd rather learn via watching. Uh, what two naughty boys they have a lovely selection of videos okay. that i can hunt down and books that i have um so the basics i mean there's only a handful of knots and some basic ties that so much is based on and i think those basics i just want to learn and get down you know even having someone show me i'd be like i'd have to be uh, t- okay. sitting out, taking notes turning it into a classroom thing which it's not you know as, as other some points yes i but i'm not at that stage yet where i'd feel comfortable having human beings involved okay well then when i have one of them tie me up to the web for my own pleasure (laughs) i'll give you a heads up if you want to watch okay cool all right but on that note we've (laughs) run out of time again send your questions comments show ideas dirty pictures or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us we are at harryprone.com our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane and Lansing Mike, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.